For years, the American public has been victimized by the so-called cinematic geniuses, telling us time and again to see inferior movies, leaving us bitter and lost with no return. But no more! This travesty of justice cannot and will not continue, because we now have the Cinema Judge! Hello and welcome to the Cinema Judge. First of all, ladies and gentlemen, I just want to thank each and every one of you for stopping by and listening. Of all the places you could go to, all the things you could listen to, the platforms, the movies, TV shows, everything out there that you could do, you take a little bit of time out of your life to listen to this show. And I thank you from the bottom of my heart. And for everybody else who's out there who's giving me ideas, how to improve the show, I am deeply indebted. Joseph, I appreciate your input being critical, being observant, and I'm going to try to apply that. And if not, hopefully I'll improve on it eventually. So today, approaching the bench, we have a very entertaining film. It's a popcorn film, just straight up action. You could dig into it more if you wanted to, and you can, and it still would be the same meaning. But primarily, this is a fun, blockbuster popcorn film. It's called Project Power. Now, in this film, it's written by Matson Tomlin, and he has only been—he's only written a few short films and things of that nature. And just like with these directors, they are it's directed by Henry Joust and Ariel Shulman. And if I'm pr- mispronouncing that, I apologize. But all these players are relatively new to the game, and that's what's so entertaining about this kind of project. It's big budget. It has, it has stars. It's not just people who are just new, too. They are trusting these people to a brand new property to a big budget. Yes, Netflix does have a ton of dough, and they're the ones who are behind this film. Yes, they can throw money at anything they want, but money at something doesn't necessarily make it good. And this movie is that. It's good. Is it going to change your life? Of course not. But it's just straight-up entertaining. And it stars Jamie Foxx, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, and... An up-and-comer, Dominique Fishbach. She's a fantastic talent. You've probably seen her in the TV show The Deuce and a couple other shows here and there. But she has such a great talent. And having her in here just brings life to it. And, of course, we all know Jamie Foxx. I mean, he's been in Just Mercy, Robin Hood, Baby Driver, Sleepless, The Amazing Spider-Man you know, 2, and then, of course, Django Unchained. And, of course, his... Oscar-winning performance in Ray in 2004. This guy's done it all. He's a comic, he's a musician, he's an actor. He could do it all. And having him in this kind of movie just makes it all feel even more enjoyable. And the co-star is Joseph Gordon-Levitt. He plays Frank, he plays a cop. And you, you, you know him from The Trial of the Chicago 7, Knives Out, Snowden, Looper, Premium Rush, and of course, back in the early days, 30 Rock from the Sun. That was from 96 to 2001. He has just done movie after movie. The guy has sheer talent, and he's just humble and fun. Every interview I see of him, he just seems so natural and fun, just like Jamie Foxx. They don't bring ego to any of it. They're just they're happy to be doing what they're doing. So I 
having this complete cast in this kind of film is just fantastic. And in a nutshell, this is what the film is about. It's not a superhero film. Some people are saying it's a superhero film. It is not. They have superhuman powers occasionally. The simple concept, but fun concept, is this. You have a pill, you take it, and then for five minutes, you have a power. Whether it be invisibility, or superpower, or bulletproof, whatever it is. You, whatever you are in the inside, or whatever your true self is, pretty much comes out. But... The whole trip is you could take it and it could just kill you right away. You could explode or something else could happen and you could overdose on these pills. So when you first take it, you don't know what's going to happen. You're just taking a complete shot in the dark of, hey, I hope this is going to be cool. And if you're wrong, you're going to be wrong big time. So that's what this is about. And it's being tested in New Orleans. So they kind of put it out in the streets so that they could see how it operates and then trying to see how they could control it and then use it in the future. So, you know, in a nutshell, that's what this film is about. It's so simple but fun. So coming up next, we're going to hear from Jamie Foxx, Joseph Gordon-Lovett, and Dominique Fishbach talking about the movie. This new thing on the street called Power, which has just arrived, which is this pill that uh, allows people to have superpowers, which is... Um, I suppose a really cool and fun thing and yet when you look at it from the point of view of a narcotics detective could be a really scary thing. The drug is called power. It's on the streets. So that's something that you can actually understand, you know, but the fact that it has this supernatural quality to it and a great question when you're promoting like if you know, if you had a chance to have superpowers for five minutes, what would your superpowers be? Um, I would have the power of of speaking incantations and spells, and therefore I could have whatever power I need at any time. I know it's a cheat, but I found it and I love it and I'm not letting it go. And uh, also, I, I do feel like, um, like Robin, I'm a spoken word poet, and words mean a lot to me, and so I feel like my power is in my words, is in my authenticity, is in my Brooklyn, and it's ready. <laughs> Coming up next, we have Joseph Gordon-Levitt, who plays Frank, the cop in this film, who's trying to hunt down the distributors of this drug and is trying to stop the whole flow of this. And what he talks about in this next interview is the directors and how innovative they are and what youth and excitement they bring to this film. And like I was telling, saying earlier, that's what's so exciting about today's Hollywood. They're bringing in new blood, new voices, different ways of telling stories. And even with the special effects, it could just, you know, all this could be done with CGI. And it, looked, it could look great. But what they wanted to do was bring a little practical effects into it too. So in this interview, he talks about a scene where he shot in the movie, in the face. And when you see the show, they do it in super slow motion. And you see his whole face just like, like it, as if it was a wind tunnel. Because they use this powerful wind thing to simulate the bullet. So anyway, so here he is talking about the director's. Henry and Rel are so good at figuring out how to make things look unexpected, weird, odd, cool, just eye-catching. They're such good shooters. Like, there's this one scene in the movie where um, I get shot in the face. And, I th you know, the conventional way to do that would be just with CGI, or just do digital animation. But Henry and Rel figured out this way. They used this air gun and they shot this sharp blast of air at my face and shot it in super slow motion. And when you look at the clip, 
I never knew my skin could move that way, but it it really is eye catching and crazy looking. And none of that is CGI. That's how my face was really moving when they shot it with this air. So I really credit them that this movie it, it has a it has an energy and a visual flair to it that's that really makes it unique. And that's that's them. Coming up next, we have a little bit more from Joseph Gordon Levitt talking about the film. I had a really great scene from this movie, but obviously it's a podcast. You can't see it. So we actually did have the scene from the movie that he's talking about, but clearly we can't show it here because it's audio. So anyway, here he is talking a little bit more about the film. Well, this isn't really a superhero movie exactly. There, there are superpowers, but it, it just comes from technology. It's a pill. And um, I think that serves as a really pertinent metaphor for how technology really is. I mean, what is technology other than something that humans build that gives humans power? And technology is just getting more and more powerful all the time, faster and faster. It's something that we all as human beings need to really be paying attention to is, is our technology helping us or harming us and is it helping everybody or is it just helping a few people that make all the money and these are the questions that really run under the surface i think of of what's otherwise a really fun popcorn movie coming up next we have jamie fox who plays art who's on a mission to try to find his daughter because during this film he is trying to find his daughter because she was taken away from him they don't explain why until much later but that is his kind of goal but at the same time the cops are after him because they think he is the main distributor. So that's his goal. But also he comes into contact with the, the character Robin, who knows Joseph Gordon-Levitt's character Frank. They've had a long history together. And Frank thinks that Jamie Foxx's character is in charge of it all. And Dominique Fishbach, who plays Robin, is just, like we said earlier, a fantastic talent. And she has to act next to both these guys it must be so intoxicating and challenging at the same time and just nerve-wracking so here is jamie fox talking more about her dominique man is a light she's gonna be a force because she was the backbone of this movie everything was sort of resting on her resting on you know how she reacted even some of the the uh the elements like being in the rain we had to do this rain sequence where you know she was, I mean, almost getting drowned, but to see how her strength and, and, uh, and then just, you know, just the acting chops, the rapping chops, uh, she had, she, she had a lot on her plate and she, she cleared it all. And it was the other side of her as well. Like once the cams were off and we were sitting and she was telling us about her, uh, you know, spoken word and we got a chance to watch. All of this beautiful, raw talent, man. It was like, man, you're going to be killing it for a long time. And, you know, you see her coming. You know what I'm saying? You see the deuces and everything else that she does. I mean, the deuce, not deuces. But uh, she's she's on her way, man, to being, to being a serious force in this business. Don't be surprised if you see that lady on stage, that little girl on stage, saying, I'd like to thank the Academy. Coming up next, we have Dominique Fishbach, who plays Robin. Up next, she talks about working with Jamie Foxx in the whole filming process while she was there in New Orleans? Well, uh, it's such, it was such a, a big movie, long shoot. It was four months. There was so many different things happening from weather to rain to being thrown in the trunk and like getting debris in my eyes. It was like a lot of things going on. I'm a pescatarian. 
So um, a lot of times in New Orleans, they like to add some turkey to some mac and cheese or add different things. And one, he really um, looked out when I was hungry, got me salmon on a, a number of occasions. Um, when I got in my head about um, not being able to analyze different scenes because everything was happening so fast, he, he kind of reminded me that when somebody's been doing something for so long, it's, it's in them already. And he gave the example of like, when Steph Curry shoots a, a three and it goes in, he's not questioning himself as to why it went in. And so it really helped me to actually put things in perspective. I've been doing it for a really long time. And so it's, it's in there already. The power is in me. Coming up next, we have a really great scene from Project Power. It has Jamie Foxx, who plays Art, and Dominique Fishbach, who plays Robin. And in this scene, I'll set it up for you. He he was he recently got injured, so they had to take her, take him somewhere to get fixed. So they're in an animal hospital, and they're just kind of talking back and forth. He's just trying to get a feel for her, and he's just trying to you know pump her up and you know having her find her voice. And then this has been my only problem with this scene, and and I I, I didn't know I had to go ask a friend of mine because I am not a person of color and I don't know how all I wanted to ask him. If he felt in the scene that they immediately go to her power, superpower, or her gift is rap. And not that, I mean, I, I could never rap. I couldn't do it to save my life. It is a skill. You have to do years training it. But my, my concern was, was it, did they just take this easy solution and just go, oh, here, here, we'll just have you be a rap singer, not a doctor, not a, not striving to be a scientist or a chemist, whatever it is. Did they just go to the old cliche or something, kind of like way back when, like even in the 70s or whatever, they, in movies they had somebody, well, if you just play football, you could get out of here. Or if you play basketball, you know, that'll be your ticket. Unfortunately, I mean, again, I'm not knocking the characters or anything like that. And sometimes you just have to write a scene just to kind of get to the point, and I understand that. But part of me just wishes, couldn't they have had her be some, have something else because if you even on the simplest terms of this movie, if you, like her superpower, if that was, hey, rap, you're not going to suddenly go up to a bad guy, start rapping, and you know have his head blow up or anything like that. So that was I, I was I was struggling with that scene a little bit coming up here, and, and it's a good scene. And I talked to a, a friend of mine, and he too had trouble with that too. He goes, "Why couldn't they have her be something else? Because you know everybody raps, not everybody raps, but that's kind of like the go-to thing." in some of these kind of movies and he too felt he wished they would have done something different with her. And so then it had to have more relevance to the story. Hence, here's your ability. Here's your superpower. And then if that gets enhanced, wow, look at what it can do. You could create a, a this for that or whatever it is. So other than that, that was just my really quick take on this. And I, I'm open to any kind of suggestions or if you have any ideas, if I'm way off base here, Please let me know, inform me, educate me. Am I am I thinking? Am I overthinking this? And or what do you think? Is it again just something that they do all the time? And should they, should they have do something else, or could they try in the future do greater things to story and other than just this as your ticket out? So that being said, here is that scene from Project Power. You're young. You're black. You're a woman. The system is designed to swallow you whole. You gotta find out what you do better than anybody else and rock that. So what you gonna do? Hmm? How you gonna leave your mark? I rap. 
Oh. I'm sorry, what's, what's your rap name then, huh? What you, what you gonna be the next Cardi B? Huh, Cardi C? Well, go ahead and spit that. You say you rap, let me hear one line. Huh? You can't spit one line? I don't like doing it in front of people. How you gonna be a rapper, you got stage fright? You know what I think? Most times people don't wanna do something cause they probably just whack at it. If you whack, just say you whack. Fine, give me a word. Give you a word? What you mean? What you talking about? I'm gonna go off the top. Give me a word. Oh, you that good, huh? Feline. Feline. I'm about to make a beeline. And every single accolade for spitting about to be mine. I'ma go from old and goodwill to design. I'ma be rocking Dior like Dion of C-Line. Or maybe I meant Celine. I'm feeling really clean. Can someone tell them other boys or real MC is coming? No humming. My name already chose a different bird. I killed your little freestyle. Give me another word. Coming up next, we have Dominique talking about working with Joseph Gordon Levitt. Uh, definitely. Me and Joe, we got to talk about everything, like philosophical things, life, and um, uh, pain, pains and growing pains, but also what I appreciated and I think what by him doing it gave me permission to do. He never really let up if if his character was doing something that wasn't true to the nature of the character. He always questioned it, you know, and um, he didn't. He also liked how James said Henry Weldon sacrificed. He also didn't sacrifice the authenticity um, of his character and what was true. And so that gave me permission in the same breath to say, oh, yeah, I did think Robin would come into this. Maybe I mentioned it and like not, you know, not let something go that would benefit my character. Coming up next, we have Joseph Gordon-Levitt talking about how he and Dominique Fishbach created the characters together, their backstory, their history. But most importantly, it was all her idea. Check it out. Yeah, that's a really good question. It's true. Um, yeah, the my character, uh, he's a detective. And, and Dominique's character, she's a high school kid. Why would they end up being friends? We don't get to see them making friends in the movie. And in fact, when Dom and I first met, we were rehearsing and it was her idea. She was like, should we just do some improvisation to know so that we can know how did these two meet and why did they become friends? And we did a whole bunch of scenes. We, we had them first meeting. Um, we had how they ended up staying in touch. We had um, how they ended up kind of caring about each other and getting closer. And I feel like having that backstory is really important. So then when, when you get to the beginning of the movie and you see these two, you're instantly like, oh, this isn't just a cop and a high school kid. These two are our friends and that might be an unlikely pair but you can just tell coming up next we have another scene from project power and in this scene we have joseph gordon levitt who plays frank and dominique fishbach and jamie fox and in this scene they are currently arresting jamie fox's character and he's all he's upset and so is she and she just realizes hey he's not the bad guy here we need to help him She's trying to talk to Frank, convince him to say, please, just just work together and we'll get through this. So here it is, a scene from Project Power. Come on, Frank, we gotta help him. You already did help him. You brought him here. You're not paying attention. He's using you. What, and you don't? At least he's being honest about it. Come on. All right, tell him what you told me. Go home. Come on, please, you can't give up. Oh. You cannot give up! I look like your daddy or son. It's okay. Right. Mm-hmm. Daddy, 
out of the basement. I'm taking him out. Coming up next, we have Jamie Foxx talking about the directors of this film and how they have this great communication together. Since they've been working together for so long, they could just work, you know, they could walk aside for a while, communicate a little bit, and then come into the scene and everything's good. So this is Jamie Foxx talking about the directors of Project Power. What is great is that they can they can watch each other's back. They've done it before, you know, so they had their own... Um, they had their own, uh, like, system, you know? And, it did, you know, it, d- it didn't bother you. It was, really, it was really like, man, you know, they would, they would talk over things. So by the time they got to me, you know, they already had, you know, sort of, uh, you know, whatever decision that they were going to make, you know, they did it with themselves. So it was never any, like, you know, no bickering or anything like that. And it was, it's great to have that youth. You know, when you see most directors, if you think about most directors, their best films are their first three or four. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so being able to be with these guys when they're, you know, still thirsty for it, you know, hungry to make it right. Uh, it was dope. And it was a cool contrast, you know, because uh, Real had this light. Yeah, let's, let's do that. Yeah, come on. And then Henry would go, hmm, we can, but. And so that sort of beautiful uh, tandem sort of kept us in the middle of the road. Coming up next, we have Joseph Gordon-Levitt talking about the directors and how much energy they bring to the film and just their whole experience. So here he is talking about the directors. It's fun making a a relatively big-scale action movie with guys, two guys, who are pretty firmly grounded in, in a more sort of artful, creative, short film kind of uh, mentality. Coming up next, we have Dominique Fishbach, who plays Robin, also talking about the directors. Uh, well, I just appreciated their um, approach outside of um, set because as a theater actress, I come from being really hands-on with a director, direct, talking to a director about a character. And when I started doing TV, everything was moving so fast that I didn't get that chance. And even though this, uh, there was a lot going on and I had to move fast, uh, they really did give me the time to care about the character to make sure that my que- my questions were being answered and that I could stay true to her 16 years on a planet and her authenticity. Tell me up next, we have the directors of Project Power, Henry Joust and Ariel Schulman. If I'm pronoun- pronouncing those wrong, again, I apologize. But here they are, talking about Dominic Fishbach and how good she is and just the whole pleasure of working with her. Dominique brings an energy to the set that nobody else has and an authenticity to the character. She really researched it. She really spent time with uh, uh, local kids from New Orleans and really tried to nail the subtleties of the dialect and um, really trained to be a rapper and... uh, she just brings that every day to the movie. And she's got a real... She and, she and Jamie have a very special chemistry. She and Joe have, a, have a, a different but just as good chemistry. And it's really fun to watch. They're all just, like, playing off each other. And if there, whenever there's a scene 
just between Jamie and Jamie and Dom or Dom and Joe, like, you know, it's going to be good. Coming up next, we have Joseph Gordon-Levitt, who plays Frank, and also Jamie Foxx, who plays Art, both talking about what sets this movie apart and why you should see it and why they are excited about this film. It's going to be exhilarating. The action is really creative. Um, there's superpowers in it, but they're unlike any kind of superpowers that you've seen before. It's just a really cool sideways take into that genre. Um, it's Jamie Foxx. Is I think one of our generation's great entertainers. This isn't like over the top. It's sort of like it's personal because it's not wearing capes and and things like that that you normally would see in a in a like a you know a, a big you know superhero film. It seems like you can actually you know you can actually touch this. Like when people watch this, they're gonna be like, man, they're gonna be thinking like, I can hear the conversation. What would you be you know for five minutes? Uh, you know, superpower. I can hear the whole family going over. You know, y'all mess around, be the Incredibles. Coming up next, we have Joseph Gordon-Levitt, who plays Frank, talking about what drew him to this project. What drew me to Project Power? Honestly, it's a simple answer, but it just sounded like a good time. You know, I took a couple of years off of acting. Um, I was lucky to get to spend some time with my babies. I just became a dad. And um, my first job back was uh, this very intense, serious drama. And after that, I want to do something fun. And I read the script for Project Power and, um, you know, it was all this action and chases and then Jamie Foxx and, and we're going to New Orleans together. I was like, this, this is going to be fun. And it was. Coming up next, we have another scene from Project Power. In this scene, we have Jamie Foxx and Joseph Gordon-Levitt. They're driving in the car. It's raining outside and they're coming up to a railroad tracks. And they're talking and Jamie Foxx is trying to convince him Look, open your eyes, look around, see what's going on. So here is a scene from Project Power. Making a big mistake. Uh-huh. I guess you're one of the good drug dealers, right? Trying to save the world. They have my daughter. That is my world. Listen, it ain't too late for you to walk away. I don't know, man. You're the one in handcuffs, and I'm literally in the driver's seat, so what am I missing? What you're missing is... In the next 30 seconds, the captain is going to call you and tell you to take me to a different place, not the precinct. But when are we going to make it to that place? Oh, yeah, why is that? Think about what you're saying. Testing in New Orleans. Why? Local authorities on payroll. Why? And then your captain sends out a single cop to apprehend the most dangerous man in the city. Why? Well, I hope you enjoyed our in-depth look at Project Power. Now, if you guys have any questions, comments, concerns, ways to improve the show, please let me know. I'm always open to ideas. And I personally just want to thank all the people around the world who've dropped in and listened. Like I said, you could go anywhere, anything you could listen to, the thousands of these. But you take time out to listen to this, and I really appreciate that. From the Ukraine, Canada, France, Mongolia, the United Kingdom, all over, I am so honored, Los Angeles, California, Fresno, Toronto, Washington, Virginia, England. I, I truly, truly appreciate everybody who stops by, listens, and gives me your feedback. Like Mr. Hubster, I appreciate your input and taking the time out of your, your busy life to listen to this show. So Mr. Hubster, thank you for all of that. Now, if you guys have any questions, comments, or concerns, please, again, feel free to drop by and let me know. 
I'm Jeff. Thanks for listening to The Cinema Judge.